I'm here talking to Kendall. I'm here talking to Annie. I'm talking about the murder of Travis Alexander by Jody Arias. Content warning is sympathizing with men. You can follow us on Instagram at tell no one podcast or send us an email at tell no one pod at gmail.com. Sources are in the show notes. Everything is alleged, but this is definitely tell no one. Enjoy. So we got a lovely DM from a lovely listener pointing out that a lot of our stories center around Mormons. And that's by accident. That is not of design. We don't have it out for them. No, they are acting wild. She suggested a Mormon adjacent crime, the murder of Travis Alexander by Jody Arias. So here we go. Um, It's crazy as shit. So Travis Alexander was born in 1977 in Riverside, California to Gary and Pamela Alexander. He was one of eight. Are they Mormon? No. Well, no, but they are meth addicts. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) but his grandma, his grandparents are Mormon. So that'll come in later. But his parents were not good parents. I mean, he was covered like in cockroaches as a kid and their house was like filthy and they beat the children. Um, And when he was 10, he was adopted by his grandparents. All of the kids were. And it was baptized as a Mormon. He served his mission in Colorado, and he kind of saw Mormonism as a nice escape from his traumatic childhood. There was a lot of community there, but he wasn't exactly like devout. Like he wasn't following all the rules, especially the sex rules, which we will come to find out in glaring detail. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the thing with Mormonism, though, is like you have to be in or out. And, mm. and if you're not all the way in, you're having a lot of secrets, which mm-hmm. is like can weigh on you and create some issues. So he starts working for an MLM um, called Prepaid Legal. I'm not going to get in, who cares what it does. But basically, he was actually really good at it. He was like one of the only people who could make it work for them. Um, so he's pr- doing pretty well. He's a really charismatic, like nice guy. Mm. People love him. He moves to Mesa, Arizona, which is like surprisingly a Mormon like stronghold. Very conservative city. It's where um, that Sheriff Joe Arpaio w- was. Remember him? Mm-mm. He was like renowned for horrible inmate conditions. Like he would make them like walk around outside in the heat, like basically renowned. nude. <laughs> renowned, I guess. But he was pretty like... Because Trump, like, pardoned him. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, evil shit. Yeah. But very conservative area. Like, I think the most conservative area in the country. Um, But he would have, like I mentioned, premarital sex, but he would confess it to Temple, and then they would, like, kick him out for a week, or or whatever they would do. I mean... What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? He's not the only one doing it. He's having sex with other Mormons, too, obviously. So Jody Arias was born in 1980 in Salinas, California, to William and Sandra. She was pretty typical, non-eventful childhood, unlike Travis. She was like suburban, totally fine. Um, when she was a teenager, she started to become a little more like unruly, though. Um, and her parents didn't handle it well at all. They would beat her as well. Why are we um, meeting? I don't know. She ended up, when she was a teenager, she grew weed on the roof of her house and her parents found it and called the police on her. So, like, these are the kind of parents oh, they are. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And Calling the police on your kid is, like, a whole nother level of, like, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about you. And, like, we're so privileged. Like, what, like, a police officer is going to come and be like, little Jody. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Ugh. She was pretty volatile in relationships. So her first, I guess, first boyfriend, um, his name is Bobby Juarez. He is 18. Um, she's 17. And he was a vampire. And what do you mean by that? Uh, he was a vampire. I'm having a hard time with he it. He was a goth vampire. <laughs> okay. <fine. laughs> 
who worked at a gas station. Night shift. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. <laughs> Just it has to be. Gotta be, baby. So she moves in with him when she's 17 and drops out of high school. And she never graduates high school, actually. Um, she drops out of high school and gets a job at like restaurants. She's she's a waitress. Okay. Through and through. <laughs> <laughs> She'll try to say she's other things, but she's a waitress. Okay. Not that that's a bad thing. She's a server. Duh. It's obviously hard to make ends meet, though, because they're teenagers and Bobby the Vampire is spending all of their money on phone sex lines. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're a bad boyfriend. Yeah. So they break up. They break up when she finds out he's having an emotional email affair with a woman, like, in Florida. All right. But I think you have bigger fucking fish to fry. The phone sex lines? Well, he's a vampire. Oh, no. She likes that. <laughs> um, so she moves in with her grandparents. Okay. She moves to Big Sur and works at a resort run by a man named Daryl Brewer. He's 20 years older than her mm. and is freshly divorced. And they start dating. He's also an alcoholic. So, strangely, she starts to model herself after his ex-wife. She dyes her hair blonde and gets breast implants and bought the same car. A uh, single white female. Exactly. Why are we doing that? I don't know why she's doing that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have our own identity. And we're, uh, maybe. We're, right? Like, you don't have your own. I mean, obviously, your, your own sense of self. Yeah. And like wanting to please him in some way. Yeah, sure. Forming to whatever he wants. But god damn. But god damn. The car, because everything else is like, yeah, you want to be blonde with big boobs. Like It was like 2004 or something. Yeah, but buying that woman's car, the same car as her, yeah. is like, no, I want to be that blonde woman with big boobs. Yeah, the one you know and are now divorced from. Damn. So they date for like three years. Uh, in 2006, they start to grow apart, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're not the same place in your life. Not at all. But this is when someone she works with at a restaurant introduces her to prepaid legal, the MLM, where mm. Travis is kind of a big shot, honestly. So she starts hanging around with these people and is invited to a prepaid legal convention in Las Vegas, where she meets Travis Alexander. He invites her to the black and gold ball for prepaid legal, which is reserved only for high level salespeople, which she is not. Mm. So this is kind of nice. Mm hmm. Is he like giving her a leg up out of being a good guy or are they kind of like they're into each other and he wants to go with her? To the, yeah, the thing. I think that's that. Okay. I think he's like, you'll be my plus one. I'm Travis. It's no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll buy you a dress. It's awesome, girl. That's awesome, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so a week after the convention, he invites her to a Mormon event and encouraged her to read the Book of Mormon. Mm. So she's living in California. He's living in Arizona. The Book of Mormon is a real book. Yes. That was a play. Is that a play? The Book of Mormon? Oh. So she lived in California. He lived in Arizona. And they would meet at uh, his friend's house halfway between. And hotels as well. Okay, they're having like a very casual relationship. So he thinks. <laughs> so they meet up and they have oral sex for the first time. Not full on Penny. Because <laughs> Travis is a Mormon guy. <laughs> and you can't do that. Okay, so she tells Daryl, her kind of on and off boyfriend, mm -hmm. the old man. Older than her. Whatever. Um, she told him that she won't have sex with him anymore because it's against Mormonism. She's Ooh. very, like, impressionable, let's say. Yeah, like, taking on the identity of, of whatever whoever she's dating. boyfriend might want. Ex yeah. Like, exactly that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, that's what we've been talking about the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been trying to get across. Did it come across? <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. So he is looking for hookups. He's Trav. Trav. He's, <laughs> he's Trav, okay? But she's emotionally into it well 
why doesn't he want to get married? Don't they want to He wants to, to get married, but not to someone who will have sex with him. Uh, so, yeah, he's definitely, like, not a great boyfriend to her or yeah. whatever. Okay. But if I killed everybody who treated me like this, I'd have a rap sheet a mile long. <laughs> okay. So she can kind of sense Travis is like, all right, we've had our fun, whatever. And she... <laughs> She tells him, hey, you know what? I actually want to convert to Mormonism. Trying to become the wife. Yes. Potential. It's already ruined, though. Like, it's very much like Madonna Horror. He's like, you are in this category. Yeah. You will never be out of this category. Sorry, Jody. I feel like 20 years ago, there was a conversation about, like, if she, if a girl would, like, hook up on the first date, like, she's not going to be your girlfriend. Yeah. I think that was still around, in, like, when I, we were in yeah. college. People talked about that. Maybe. I just feel... Like, or was maybe, it just me? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever told me that. <laughs> or were they just telling me that all the time? <laughs> But definitely, like, I feel like even, like, a decade ago, right? Like, when we were in high school, that would be a really, like, if a girl was, like, easy or whatever, it would be like, well, that is not the kind of girl I'm going to date then. For sure. Um, And that's not even, like, bringing religion into it. That's just, like, culture. Evil shit. Um, He actually baptizes her um, in November 2006. And after the ceremony, they have full-on intercourse. Well, what the fuck was that for, then? It's truly, like, come on, guys. What the fuck? Or was that the point? baptizing me can't be foreplay no awful <laughs> are you the mormon king he is but i don't know so they continue to meet up for all different kinds of sex they're having oral they're having anal that's also a mormon thing because it's not like it's like a loophole people did that yeah like if you're people very if you're very catholic yes yeah it doesn't count i guess sure 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 so he hosts a prepaid legal thing at his house and she hears about it she was not invited, but she invites herself. And um, he's like, yeah, okay, fine. But you can't sleep here. Like, you can't sleep over. So all of their friends are Mormon, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they can't be open about all the sex they're having. But she keeps, like, draping herself on him and, like, licking his ear and, like, calling her his girlfriend. And she's, like, you know, just being very PDA about it and a little... He's, he's uncomfortable with it. He doesn't like it. Yeah, I think she has no idea how to act. He's behaving one way in private with her and then, right. like, taking away any kind of affection because you're a whore or whatever. Yeah. So she'll be like, I'm his girlfriend. And she's like... Or he would say, like, we're dating. Like, try to correct the record. It, it was just, like, a whole horrible situation. Okay. So she accidentally falls asleep under his Christmas tree. Oops! I'm Betty Bye. You have to take care of me now. Like, I, you, what are you going to do? Kick me out? So he lets her sleep there, but it was not the plan. No. You know? And she really is having to, like, finagle a lot already to yeah. get any affection from him. Right. Mm, cut your losses, maybe. So the house that they meet up to have sex at, his friends halfway between their houses. Okay, yeah. One of the friends at that house, Sky, basically told Jody, like, you should move on. Mm. Like, this isn't happening. You should go away is it a girl it's a woman yeah she's trying to be helpful yeah and jody uh ends up sending herself a fake anonymous email from a fake stalker saying travis doesn't deserve her and that he lives too far away to protect her and like oh. shows it to travis like look at this oh no we're we're doing it aren't we we're, yeah. <laughs> we're getting there yeah yeah when we're like fabricating emails how embarrassing is it that like you make a fake letter being like you don't deserve her about <laughs> yourself i'm gonna die <laughs> and like uh protect her like you should really like you should move closer to her yes. <laughs> or like invite her to move in with you oh yeah 
no way is that happening. <laughs> no way am I retyping that email. <laughs> oh my God. So uh, she was, starts showing up to his house unannounced. Well, now we can, we have a reason, right? We can always be like, I'm afraid. I got right. another letter. And they live like 400 miles away. So she's How showing long up. would that be? Like four or five hours. Oh, long time. And she, and when he's not there, she crawls through the dog door. He'll come home to her in his bed and she's like, I came through the dog door. You weren't here. Oh, man. Jody, you live in California. Like, how the fuck did you get here and why? We have a problem. Yeah. yeah. Crawling in, that is such a clear visual of like, you, you're not invited in. You might as well break the window. Yeah. No, very that. Like, yeah. you're really coming in really uninvited. Yeah. Many times. Not, not one time. welcome. Not one time. Many times. If I were him, even though he is like the man and men are usually the problem, yeah. I would be a little bit like afraid of her at that point. His friends start getting actually scared. Yeah, yeah. I would be. And he probably does too. She makes um, these t-shirts that say like Travis Alexander's like property or whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And then later she'd be no. like, he made those for me. And his friends were like, he absolutely did not make those for her. She snooped into his MySpace. Okay. And found some like sexy messages that he was sending and receiving from a married Mormon woman. But Jody somehow turned this around into making it official with Travis. What? I think she was like, how dare you? You better be my boyfriend. (laughs) And he was like, I guess I better. So they start officially dating now. Well, what was she like? I'll tell people. Yeah, probably. Okay. <clears throat> so one day, Travis is hanging around with his friend, the house, Sky, and her husband. And Sky's saying, Jody's fucking scary. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if we heard one day that you were dismembered in her fridge. After she said this, she hears a creak at the door, and Jody had been peeping around the corner, eavesdropping the entire time. She comes in and is creep, like, creep, creep, creep. I'm leaving now. Like, goodbye. And leaves. So they keep talking. And then they hear a creak again. And she's still behind the door listening. Oh, my God. Yep. No. At that point, I I think Sky said she can never come back here. You're crawling through my dog door to yeah. my home. Right. And what the fuck? Yeah. So they were not allowed to use that house anymore. Yeah, I bet. And like, Jody. Don't eavesdrop. You're not going to hear things you like. Right. And like, you'll you know be caught I mean? and you will look fucking insane. You look fucking cracked. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, if you feel like I need to know what they're talking about, about me. Bad sign. Yeah. That already tells you you're not going to hear a glowing review from them. It's also no one's job to like talk kindly of you when you're not when they don't think you're listening like they can have whatever opinions they want of you when they don't think you're there oh yeah like they're not they didn't do anything wrong right right so it's like fuck you jody (laughs) even if they were like i hate that bitch not sure why i can't put my finger on it but fuck her don't like her (laughs) yeah they're allowed to feel that way So they start going on road trips together. That's mm. their thing, I guess. Whatever. Um, but on one of these road trips, she discovers that he is texting other women. Yeah, man. He's I'm afraid begging of begging to be let go of this relationship. Yeah. He like leaves his phone open like, oh, yeah. I've done that where I'm like, catch me, please. <laughs> <laughs> End this relationship, please. <laughs> That's probably a shitty thing to do. But I was young. Whatever. And oh my God, he was way shittier. Yeah, he was like abusive. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, I got my shit rocked for that. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, of course he could be more mature about that and like oh, actually, yeah. actually break it off. Yeah. Um, but, but to also- be fair, like, I don't feel like she's been hearing the word no all along. But it's like, but also she comes through the dog door. Right. She going to take it. Well, I'm sure, like, I'm sure you would be like, I don't know what to do anymore to get her to go away. Right. Like, what if I'm so egregious? She has to leave me alone. Yeah. I hate, I hate to be on his side, but he will die. He will it's die. Fine. So it's probably the best that you are. <laughs> <laughs> so the, it, there is something that it's part, it's important part of the story that their sexual relationship was very important. Like they were moths to a flame like every time they would break up or they'd get in a fight they would always have sex again like mm-hmm. they could not stay away from each other in that way mm-hmm. and that is kind of how this all like comes to blows because he would do this and then agree to meet up with her to have sex yeah which like again not fucking cool not cool and that's how they kind of stayed in contact like they could have just cut ties but like they couldn't Okay, so after they break up because of these texts he starts dating a woman named Lisa who is like your typical good woman oh my fucking god <laughs> like, but he's still hitting jody up for phone sex damn um Trav. but in july he finds out that she has moved four miles from his home to oh. mesa no 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 they start hooking up every once in a while he's still seeing lisa lisa is sexually immature like she does not really understand how sex works like she kind of says like she doesn't know she thinks that a man can like undo an erection mental like can just like put it out of his mind and like turn it off okay and like is she more is she mormon yeah yeah so they weren't how like, old is she his age huh. but they well, just were not mormon, given though. sex they're education mormon, right, right, right okay yeah fine she's like travis is like sexually like insane and they're like well he probably wasn't he was just like a guy yeah, yeah sure but now that jody's in town for some reason they have broken up and she moved four miles away from his house yeah and like it's not like she moved to like new york city like Make she's shot. moving places that are like you went there for him yeah and he's yeah. like amazing i oh. love this <laughs> i'm starting to sweat <laughs> if i'm travis i'm starting to sweat okay yeah um so she catches lisa and travis but catches is an interesting word for it because she's stalking mm. um she catches lisa and travis making out on his couch by staring through his windows okay no you peeping tommed yeah you peeping tommin <laughs> I'm sure she felt like she caught them when it is like, no, that's his girlfriend. Right. We do not. We you are not- two hooking up. That would be we caught you. Right. You know, right, 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 right. So Lisa and Travis break up because Lisa, Jody's coming around Lisa's house now. Yeah, I can't. And- for, for what? For Travis? Yeah. I'm so sorry, brother, but I can't put up with that. Right. I'm not She's doing like, that. No, sorry. So Travis goes back to Jody a little bit. They go on another road trip. He starts kind of like he's still kind of seeing Lisa, kind of seeing Jody, you know. Well, he's doing what he's doing. The whole like Lisa thing is like they're not having sex. So like right. what 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 are they doing? Going to the movies together? Okay. They're, they're like necking. Sure. They're not like drinking. They're not doing anything. They're like literally having dinner together. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. So Jody slashes his tires twice. For that? And Lisa's. Oh. She's just doing that intermittently. Does she have a job? <laughs> She's a waitress. Oh. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm wondering, like, it feels like this is becoming the focal point of her fucking life. Yeah. It is. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And to what end? Like, what do you want? Do you really want this guy? Yeah. We usually see it with, like, men who are... Yeah, it's like power and control stuff. I always do wonder, like, what what is the end game here? You're in a relationship with them and they're happy. You can't make people be with you. Right. Yeah, like for her, like what you get married and then what? Like, right? Then will you're you like be happy. Then probably not. I mean, definitely not. Yeah. So she starts. She's back. She's firing up AOL and she's sending anonymous emails to Lisa. 
saying oh. that God was upset with all of her whoredoms. Jody, whoredoms, really? Whoredom. All right. So it's 2008 now, and Travis. You know what happened in 2008? Uh, the recession. Exactly. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Travis got a pretty shitty mortgage, and now he has to get roommates. Yeah. Um, they don't help him at all. Uh, but they're there. Uh, he ends it with Lisa and sees another woman. He comes home after a day with that woman and finds Jody asleep in his bed. You okay? We we gotta get rid of the dog door, right? I know, but he needs it for his dog, Napoleon. <laughs> Damn it! I know. Well, what the fuck do we do? Um, we never figure it out. <laughs> it never really gets sorted out. <laughs> So she keeps sneaking in and stealing things and like moving the moving things around, haunting him. Uh huh. Poltergeist (laughs) shit. I would have a nervous breakdown. Yeah. So here's the thing: there's a Cancun trip coming up. Oh man, a prepaid legal trip. He had asked Jody to go with him earlier this year, but now he's asked the new woman he's dating to go. Mm. So he tells Jody he's actually going alone. She's not gonna like it. So they continue to have phone sex and sex sex and she records some of the phone sex stuff obviously without him knowing and it is so embarrassing they play the entire thing in court court? no an hour a whole hour so there's this weird thing they do i think they have this like this weird dynamic where like jody pretends she's like you know what i mean no like perhaps she pretends she's like younger than she is oh fuck you she's very petite right I don't know. Why does it matter? (laughs) (laughs) What I mean is like, is she playing the kind of like younger card? I think so. She's a little younger than him. And she like sometimes puts her hair in pigtails and things like that. That is what I'm getting at. Yeah. So, and she's so obviously like is faking her orgasm in this phone call that like at the end, he says a not so cool thing. He says a pretty gross thing. I'm annoyed. And they like hold it over him. Even in, in death. Yeah. To be like, he, we'll get to it. But he says, you sound like a 12-year-old girl having her first orgasm. Which mm. I don't think he means like, and that's so hot. I think he means like, you kind of sound ridiculous. Because <laughs> yeah. to me, she sounds ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm taking that as a critique. Right. <laughs> but it's not great. It's not cool. And like, his whole family had to hear it. So like, God rest his soul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's saying like remember being 12 and fucking like, right, like and I loved that. No, I think he's being like you know how you you're put you're putting you're just you know when you talk and you put words together. You know when you're speaking and you're just stringing your words together. <laughs> yeah, speaking. Yeah, but what I mean is like I don't know when you think of like a young age you go 12. Right. You're not like you know literally I mean? 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's like you're overselling it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Right. I wanted you to be 17. Right. You're being 12. 12. <laughs> it's giving 12? <laughs> I don't know. Is giving 12 is like horrible a problem and like but, I, but yeah, I, I don't do think not, he meant it i don't think he meant it and i also don't want to be like and it was totally chill that he said that because it probably wasn't like yeah he, like whatever um so that's like a big sticking point for the defense that they will talk about later hardly a defense <sighs> doesn't work <laughs> um so travis starts a blog and this is kind of the end of the time of travis <laughs> 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 That is not how you people talk. <laughs> you know when you string words together. Uh-huh. So he, in a blog post, he just kind of describes 
the kind of woman he wants to marry. And it is not... Are we on a Mormon blog? His own blog. Mormon? If it's his, it's Mormon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it does not align at all with Jody. Like, there are just characteristics that are so obviously not her that she goes... <laughs> like, she, like... <laughs> this is like, oh, it's go time. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but around this time, she has to move back to her grandparents. She can't hack it in Mesa. So back to California. See ya. Well, good. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she threatens to release the phone sex tape. He calls her an evil sociopath. Maybe so. And the worst thing that has ever happened to me. Definitely so. <laughs> and he said he was scared of her. So May 28th, Jody stages a fake burglary in her grandparents' house. She steals some minor stuff, but her grandfather's gun oh she's really planning it ahead of time yeah yeah oh no yeah okay so she's kind of seeing a new guy named ryan burns who is involved in the prepaid legal world obviously and she says i'll meet you in salt lake city at a prepaid legal conference on june 4th we gotta get out of the game we gotta meet a new group of people and he's like okay cool jody but then she goes to see daryl her ex-old boyfriend And she picks up two gas cans from him, saying that she just wants to buy gas in California for her road trip because it's cheaper. Bitch, what? What's cheaper in California? And is anything cheaper in California? Fucking nothing, dude. Yeah. So uh, she doesn't want to be tracked anywhere in Arizona, if you know what I mean. Oh, my fucking God. Receipts, any of it. So her plan is to drive to Salt Lake City. Utah? Utah for the prepaid legal conference to Mm -hmm. meet her boyfriend, Ryan. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, she calls Travis and says, hey, I'm driving through Mesa. We should meet up. Wait. Why the fuck would she drive through Mesa to get to Salt Lake City? Unless there's something I don't know. <laughs> Wait. Um, we don't have to make sense of it. It doesn't make sense. Let me think. California is right next to Arizona. Right. So, and Utah is not. Where is Utah? Over here. Up there? Yeah. Or uh, I'm going to look it up. Arizona, Utah. Okay, here's the deal. Yeah, you. there's no world in which you'd cut through Arizona to get to Utah. No. You'd be pulling a fucking right angle. Yeah. You want to go diagonal. Right. Do you get that? I get it. Okay. Um. So that's what she says. She also turns off her phone. Uh. She goes to Travis's house. They have sex all afternoon. It's June 4th. She's supposed to be in Salt Lake City, but she's not yet. Okay. Um. They're taking a lot of nude photos on Travis's digital camera. There's nudes of Trav, full butthole of jody all of it that's very important because we've got timestamps of oh the fo- my god the, the digital photos. camera yeah yep okay Five twenty-two. travis goes into the shower she's taking pics of him in the shower i'm in the shower she grabs the camera taking pics the last picture of travis is a close-up of his face in the shower with the saddest and scaredest face no you've ever seen so she begins stabbing him in the sh- right we're doing in it. the shower we're doing it she drops the camera and it starts taking some pics <gasps> there's some pics taken oh my god she stabs him once in the chest three in the stomach and his hands have a bunch of defensive wounds yeah camera's still on fell to the floor taking some pics wow what the fuck he stumbles out of the shower she really i mean ambush she ambushed him yeah He's in a um, shot. He's in like a shot. You can't he, get out. She waited till like he couldn't be more vulnerable. It's psycho. Yeah. The movie. Janet Lee. Yeah. So he stumbles out of the shower. Oh my and, God. And like leans onto the sink and he, she stabs him nine times in the back. Oh, he stumbles into the hall and collapses. She stabs his head. <gasps> Oof. That chipped his skull. 
slit his throat to the spine and for good measure grabbed her grandfather's gun and shot him in the temple. It's like OJ overkilling. Yeah. Yeah. What in the fuck is this, Jody? Oh, she killed him three different ways. Yeah. How is she going to, what are we going to do? Well, what she, are we going to do? She drags him to the shower and washes the blood off, which is weird because the bathroom is covered in blood and like, he's still dead. Like what? <laughs> yeah. everyone's going to know he was murdered. Look at him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's cleaning it? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. So she washes the blood up. She deletes all the pictures from the camera and puts it in the washing machine along with like bloody towels. The camera? Yeah. Oh, to be like, fuck the camera? Yeah, to like wash the camera. (laughs) (laughs) She takes the knife and the gun and leaves. And the knife and gun are never found. So I don't know what she does. So she calls her boyfriend Ryan and is like, on my way to Salt Lake City. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you're supposed to be here today. And she's like, sorry. (laughs) I got lost. She's literally like, I got lost. Oh my god. So this is chilling. No. She turns her phone back on once she's like out of Arizona. She turns her phone back on, calls Travis's phone, and leaves a voicemail. She's like, hey, my phone died, so I'm just getting back to everyone. My phone died? Hear that? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And I drove 100 miles in the wrong direction. Thanks very much. Tell you all about that later. Fun, fun. By the way, me and blah, blah, blah are going to see Shakespeare in the the park. If you want to come, just very much like, you're so alive. I can't wait to do things with you in the future on the physical (laughs) realm. (laughs) You are here on Earth, Travis, and we will see each other again. My alive friend. Can't wait to do life with you. (laughs) Yeah, she's doing a great job convincing everyone Travis is still on this earth. But this is like, oh, we're dealing with a problem. Well, (laughs) oh, yeah. She's she's icy cold. Yeah, I think that the planning of everything and waiting till he was really vulnerable in the shower and then fully attacking him. Yeah, stabbed in the back is so... Like, he's just standing There's nothing he can do. Like, I'm going to freak out. (laughs) So by the time she gets to her boyfriend Ryan's house uh, in Salt Lake, she's 24 hours late. And you have hands, 24 hours of unaccounted for time. Well, she drove 100 miles in the wrong direction, which takes 24 hours, of course. Jody, <laughs> you have 24 hours of a completely unaccounted for time yeah. in which the boyfriend who's been stringing you along for years Was got brutally massacred, fucked. Massacred, yeah. dude. Massacred. Mm-hmm. Who you break into his home all the time. <laughs> Her hands are also covered in bandages. Wielding a weapon is dangerous. Wielding a knife? Dangerous. Often turn back on you. Yeah, so ladies, if there's an intruder, probably maybe don't grab a knife because they will turn it right around on you. And if you have to, overhand. Of course. I don't even know what this is about. And that She did underhand just then. Yeah. So um, his roommates see his car in the garage and they're like, I thought he was going to Cancun, but not my business. Were they home? No, I don't think so. But they will be home for a while. Can Ken and I live together. Have we talked about that? I think we've mentioned like the condo. And... If you're unaccounted for for literally a half hour, where are you? Hey, where are you? (laughs) These guys are not those guys. But days go by. But come on. And his car's there. So later that night, Travis actually missed a big work conference call. And his friend texted him like, dude, you better be fucking dead or something. He's still not found. No one's found him yet. So now she's at the fucking Salt Lake City prepaid legal conference with all of Travis's friends. Very much pretending Travis is still of this earth. 
Um, people suspect that maybe her plan was to be at the conference when he was found and find out with everybody, find out, put on a show, put on a show, get attention Mm -hmm. and be like, I was here, you know, like kind of a twofer. We're all finding out together. Yeah. Aren't we all shocked? Yeah. And like, I'm the ex-girlfriend of the dead guy. Yeah. But he hasn't been found yet. So she's just pretending. I'm sure she's like, fuck like, God. But like, no, she's actually like totally chill, which is scarier. Oh my God. Okay. So she returns the rental car that she used for the trip and the guy who took it noticed all the floor mats were gone and the back seat and the front seat were covered in red juice. What the fuck? Joe, did you walk out? Imagine her walking out of the house covered in blood. Oh my God. Horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> Horror movie. Yeah. Roommates walk by like, sup Jody. <laughs> <laughs> Getting in the car covered in fucking blood. She must have been. Because, like, why is the car covered in blood? <laughs> On the road again. Yeah. Gotta go to the premier legal the conference. Road. Back to work. Working my life away. Um, after the conference, she goes to see her parents in California and says, Hey, guys, I might have to leave town because I might get blamed for something. Okay. Who says shit like that? They <laughs> say, what do you mean? And she says, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. My parents was, would, would say... You gotta. <laughs> when you say something cryptic, Annie, you have to stay the night. That's the rules. <laughs> when you say something cryptic, it's a 24 hour hold. Okay? <laughs> Just to be safe. <laughs> She's still texting and emailing Travis. I feel like they often, killers do that. It's until, hey, live friend. Like, I can't get over it. <laughs> you better be alive, bitch. <laughs> Uh, the room starts to smell and his roommates don't do anything. I know that like, they're not the bad guy here. Yeah. And they're, they're not, um, obligated. They're not obligated to like, look into, is my roommate doing well today? I'd argue as humans, we're all obligated to investigate the scent of death. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're right. Yeah. Like boundaries get crossed when there's decay happening. So after five days. Wow. Of laying in a puddle in the shower. Oh, she brought him back bathroom into the bathroom off the bedroom. Yep, he's got the master bedroom. He's been sitting kind of in water. Oh, for five days. The girl he was seeing and another friend go check on him, and they find him. And once police talk to his friends, almost if not all of them say it was Jody. She terrified him in life. Yeah, she stalked him in life, texted him in death. <laughs> <laughs> when she breaks or when she hears the news, she sobs. Breaks down the whole shebang. You know, gotta put on the show. Expect nothing less. So while they search Travis's home, they find his digital camera in the washing machine. Um, They were able to recover the deleted images. Yeah, they're like um, forensic whatever the fuck. Exactly. You're a regular person. And Travis had gotten a waterproof memory card. They were able to recover deleted images showing both of them completely fucking nude mm-hmm. um, at 1.40 p.m. on the day he was murdered. Yeah. Um, the final photograph of him alive in the shower was there at 529 PM photos taken moments later show Travis to be profusely bleeding on the bathroom floor. Well, I think she has to fry. Well, I think she did it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, a bloody palm print was discovered along the wall in the bathroom hallway and it contained DNA from both Jody and Travis, Mm -hmm. her handprint in blood. And like, uh, if you're trying to keep DNA out of it, don't fuck him immediately all before. Day. Well, cause she, she might be like, well, we fuck all the time. Like my shit's all over the place, but like your handprint and blood's not all over the place. Yeah. 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 So she starts inserting herself into the investigation. 
Ew, why? She calls the police and starts using things she did, like slashing tires, to as evidence that someone was stalking him. She attended his memorial. Ugh. If I were, like, his mother. Well, his mom, I don't know if she's in the picture. But oh, yeah. his grandmother, maybe. So the police are asking her, so you went on this road, this mysterious solo road trip, in which case you can't account for, like, 18 hours. They were asking where she was for all those hours, and she keeps saying, I went 100 miles in the wrong direction. They're like, you're not hearing me, Jody. We know you were there at 1 at one p.m. or right. whatever. And, like, you're still, even with those 100 hours, where in the Twilight Zone did you go where it took a bajillion hours to get to Salt Lake City? Mm-hmm. You stopped off in Arizona for a day, didn't you? Mm-hmm. After many times of pointing out that her, her like times did not add up, she says, oh, did I not tell you that I got stranded for 18 hours? Jody, what are you talking about? Jody, what would be going through her head at that moment? When they're like, Jody, the timeline, we're not fucking buying it. Well, here's the thing. So they would, they would be like, Jody, but like we, we can't account for this time where she'd be like, okay. Later, they'd be like, we found you a picture and these things. She's like, mm, okay. Like, is that me? Funny, like, defense mechanism to just kind of go, like, prevent a court of law. Is it me? (laughs) The Chris and Cavallari defense. (laughs) (laughs) On July 9th, 2008, Jody was indicted by a grand jury in Maricopa County, Arizona, for the first-degree murder of Travis Alexander. She was arrested at her home six days later. So it's, like, a little over a month since the murder. She was extradited to Arizona and pled not guilty on September 11th. So they confront her with all the nude photos. She said someone must have switched the memory cards. Like, I wasn't there that day. These are from a different day. Or Travis must have been sleeping with someone who looked exactly like me. Or that the police had photoshopped her face on someone else's body. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Major, the audacity. Major question, though. Like, you don't have to take photos when you have sex. No, I don't know why she did this. Like, why would no, you, you don't? <laughs> <laughs> Jody, you don't. What? <laughs> She's like, What? <laughs> So she gets arrested and she says, quote, I know it's really shallow to ask, but would it be possible for me to clean myself up before my mugshot? And she is overheard being like, should have at least done your makeup, Jody. Gosh. Too casual? Yeah. I, it's not sinking in, I don't think. It feels like she's performing a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she is. Maybe she always has been. <laughs> So now she changes her story because it's so fucking obvious that she was in the house. Now, this is absolutely ridiculous what she says happened. But already, like, it doesn't matter. You've lied. Right. Right. So she says, I went to see Travis after he begged me to come see him. Disgraceful. Disgraceful what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking disgraceful. Um, They're taking pictures in the shower as they do. She hears a bang and the door is knocked down and she's shoved down to the floor. She sees Travis has been shot. A man and a woman in ski masks have come in. She runs to the closet. The man holds a gun to her head. The woman is stabbing Travis over and over. She breaks free from the man, runs down the hall and charges the woman to save Travis. She grabs Travis like, Travis, let's get out of here. And he's like, I can't feel my legs. The, the two people reappear and went to stab Jody. And the man says, stop. That's not why we're here. Uh, <laughs> grabs her purse, finds her ID and says, you're that bitch Jody from California. <laughs> yeah. If you ever say anything about this, we'll do your family the same way. Tell her to leave. So she flees and doesn't tell anyone. That's not why we're here. What? What the fuck? (laughs) Why are you here? (laughs) She starts doing a lot of press interviews because the bitch can't help it. Quote, no jury's going to convict me. Mark my words on that. Because I'm innocent. No jury will convict me. Yeah, that's crazy. Weird because like people love 
to be like crazy bitch, exactly. put her to death. Exactly. <laughs> so she changes her story again to self defense. Now this we're gonna besmirch Travis even more. What the we can't we're on three? We're on version A third three. story. Yes. That can't be. Yep. This is insane. Okay, so her lawyer starts receiving anonymous emails mm. of handwritten letters, supposedly from Travis, outlining how much he's a pedophile. A pedophile? He's a pedophile. He loves little boys. He loves little girls. And he loves beating people. He, you know when you're a pedophile, you write that down? What the fuck are we doing now? A handwriting expert thought that she had taken his old journals, which she had stolen previously. No, she's copying it. Copying and rearranging words to like look what he's saying, like something he's not saying. She would she like, like did an art project on a journal. Yes. And she would have like guys on the outside, like do her work for her. Like she would like send letters to men and they would just send the emails and stuff. Wow. These were not admitted into evidence because they were so obviously fake, and they found samples of Travis's handwriting in her cell and practice papers. You're fucking kidding. The National Enquirer wouldn't even publish them. <laughs> Why does she feel like people won't catch her? I'm, she's really scary. Okay, so the trial starts in late 2012, which is crazy. That's four years later. <laughs> the defense is going to argue that Travis forced her to drive to Arizona, um, forced her to take the nude photos because he was um, beach body ready for Cancun. <laughs> and then anally raped her. Oh, don't say that. I had to say it. <laughs> so she says he wanted her to take photos of him, but she accidentally dropped the camera, which sent him into a rage. She's raging. And so or he's raging. She runs for the gun that he kept in his closet, which just so happened to be the same one as her grandpa's that was stolen out of her grandpa's house. And I don't think Travis had a gun. Um <laughs> She said, quote, I didn't mean to shoot. And then she completely blacked out, had no memory of stabbing or slitting his throat. And the next thing she knew, she was driving. Hmm. To be fair, she should have done that from the beginning. That should have been her little Might have worked in the beginning. Yeah. But this is absurd. It's so funny that she just is like, yeah, the masked intruder thing. I, I made that up. Like, how do you come back from that? Even like um, on an interpersonal level, like I got to go tell my lawyer I did make that up right fuck like how do you show your face in court so she took the stand in her own defense which is a weird move her lawyer must have been like whatever <laughs> her lawyer wrote a book and was like i didn't like jody no hard she to. was hard to work with mm. um she testified for a total of 18 days the attention are we doing it for the attention we must be you know you're not helping mm -hmm. on the first day um she told of being violently abused by her parents from the age of seven which may be true maybe true the phone sex tape was played she testified that she, that travis had secretly harbored pedophilic desires for both male and female children and that she had tried to help them him with these urges she said that she had walked in on him masturbating to child porn one time but forensic experts testified that after examining Travis's computer, they found no evidence of any pornographic material. They showed their texts, their sexts. T9 the whole time. T9, he called her a three-hole wonder, which isn't great. Not great. And he also talked about the time they used a large Tootsie Roll as a dildo in her vagina until it melted. Hmm. That's so bad you for your microbiome. It, <laughs> I can't even discuss it. <laughs> How do you clean that out? Whatever. I think you wait. You know what I mean? You wait for it to for harden? It. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, think I meant like, I think you have to wait for it to flush out on its own. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they are like besmirching traff. They're saying like, 
she had to kill him because he was a pedophile, I guess is what they're saying. And and, and would also like be mean to me. Her. Yeah. Yeah, but like calling her explicit names is not like uh you don't get to kill people right. for that. And like if it's in the context of like what they're doing. Yeah. You know? Well, even that, like, okay, what is your point here? I was uncomfortable with the kind of relationship we had. Oh, Word. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. Understood. But what happened on that day when you killed him? Right. During the trial, a videotape of her Inside Edition interview where she said, no jury is going to convict me because I'm innocent. You can mark my words on that. She said, quote, at the time of the interview, I had plans to commit suicide. So I was extremely confident that no jury would convict me because I didn't expect any of you to be here. Is she telling me why she's not actually wrong? Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, in her quote, she says, because I'm innocent. Not because yeah. I'm going to be dead soon. Yeah. Yeah. You're lying. You're a known liar. Yeah. So while she's on the stand, she does admit to stabbing and shooting Travis, despite her earlier claims of being completely blacked out. Mm-hmm. A juror spoke to Good Morning America and said, I think 18 days hurt her. I think she was not a good witness. <laughs> yeah. How did she like she's got to be that type of person who's like, yeah, play my sex tape defense attorneys play or my phone sex tape. That's not oh. humiliating for me. I think at that point, like she hates him more than she cares about her own like, oh, for sure. dignity. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, May 7th, 2013, after 15 hours of deliberation, she was found guilty of first degree murder. All 12 jurors found her guilty of first degree premeditated murder, of which seven additionally found her guilty of felony murder, which I don't know the differences. The death sentence is on the table. The penalty phase. Are we phase- in Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. The penalty phase began on May 16th, 2013, when prosecutors called Travis's family members to offer victim impact statements mm-hmm. to convince the jury that um, she deserved the death penalty. Mm-hmm. She pleaded for a life sentence and acknowledged that her plea for life was a reversal of remarks that she had made to a television reporter shortly after conviction in which she had said that she preferred the death penalty. Quote, each time I said that, I meant it, but I lacked perspective. Until very recently, I could not imagine standing before you and asking you to give me life. She said that she changed her mind to avoid bringing more pain to members of her family. At one point, she held up a white t-shirt with the word survivor written across it, telling the jurors that she would sell the clothing and donate all proceeds to victims of domestic abuse. What is with the t-shirts? Wait, why are we... <laughs> Good point. Why are we doing that? She worked on the boardwalk at the t-shirt shop. She's been tie-dyeing her whole life. <laughs> she also said she would donate her hair to Locks of Love. So she can't be sentenced to death. And okay. like, I'm also like not pro-death penalty, so whatever. No, I'm, I'm not either, but uh, what are we doing? But like... This is a charade, no? Well, you're going to cut your hair off? What will that do for me? <laughs> like, okay. Okay. She's doing a lot of interviews. Probably boring in jail, right? Oh my God. Like, gotta live, uh, milk those minutes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm happy to talk to people. She said that she did not know whether the jury would decide on life or death, obviously, because none of us did. Um, quote, whatever they come back with, I will have to deal with. I have no other choice. True. Um, regarding the verdict, she said, it felt like a huge sense of unreality. I felt betrayed, actually, by the jury. I was hoping they would see things for what they are. I felt really awful for my family and what they were thinking. What do you mean? The thing is, like, a person died. You've never mentioned the guy who died. Never. Yeah. How would she not be talking about that more right now? Right. Because right now it is all me, me, me. I, 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 die, die, die. Yeah. <laughs> I might die? <laughs> me? Die? <laughs> but i feel like if she really were like i'm a wronged woman wouldn't she be more like wouldn't you ever mention him right 
Especially if it was the intruder thing, I'd be like, this is so sad. Yeah. Um, and if it was a self-defense thing, I'd be like, I hated that I had to do, like, I didn't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. I feel terrible. Yeah. But like, it was kind of justified. But inevitable? <laughs> <laughs> on May 23rd, the sentencing phase resulted in a hung jury. So on October 21st, 2014, her sentencing retrial began and they brought up the gas can thing. They were like, she so totally premeditated this. Um, yeah. The fucking gas cans. Like, come on. Uh, March 2nd, 2015, the jury informed the judge they were deadlocked again. So in Arizona, if there are two mistrials for a death penalty, it's just thrown out. So she got life without parole mm-hmm. in Arizona. Cool. Bye. I feel fucking bad for this guy. She no, I can't believe absolutely it. Absolutely decimated him. <laughs> she did. And also, were the horrible bangs part of the trial strategy? I think they tried to make her look dowdy. Dowdy. To be like, she's not sexy. She's not a bitch whore. She's right. been wronged. Right. Oh my God. Give it a rest. Okay. Feel free to absorb that information. Feel free to share it. But of course, as for where you heard it, tell no one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.